Hello, and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance, the spirit of business. I'm your host, Casey Rossi, and today we're going to talk about how to avoid burnout during your next launch. Now, launching is a very necessary thing as entrepreneurs. It's a way for us to promote our product and service, and whether you're doing that in the form of a webinar series or a five-day Facebook challenge, whether you launch once a month, once a quarter, or twice a year, it can be very stressful, and it can definitely deplete our reserves. So I really wanted to share tips and tricks on what's worked for me so I can keep that homeostasis and balance and not feel like a wet washcloth at the end of our launching days. All right, so the importance of rest before, during, and after the launch definitely goes without saying, but I often feel that sometimes it can feel like this race and a race that almost kind of like runs away from us when we're in it. So it's not enough anymore to just kind of hope that we're going to be able to get through it. And I definitely want you to be super mindful that you don't have that push mentality. I feel like I can speak on this topic because for years I was in that push, push, go, go mode, whether it was launch time or not. And as a result of that, for many years, I struggled with adrenal fatigue and burnout. And it's funny because in the earlier days, I really felt like that was almost a badge of honor, like I was working really hard and that just proved that I was working hard because I was depleted and exhausted. Luckily, I've done a lot of personal development work on that and really kind of looked under the hood and got to the root of that. So I highly encourage that you do that if you're in that state where you really feel like there's some kind of honor or excitement or some, you know, that there's like this adrenaline rush if we're pushing and going and that people are going to acknowledge us if we continue to achieve and push. So that's a little side note, but I definitely feel like there are ways before, during, and after our launch that we can be kinder to ourselves, and that we can do um, very simple things. Most of these things are not difficult. It is literally just putting in new habits. It's literally giving ourselves more space, time, and compassion around this ramp up period. So let's dive in. Let's talk about the before state. Couple things with the before is really about preparation. So making sure one, that you even have enough time um, to prepare your launch. So I have clients sometimes that are like, great, let's let's launch, you know, in three weeks. And so when I start to talk about the different layers about the social media graphics and the email nurture sequence and all the things that go into a launch, it's like, oh, okay, let me get my calendar in check. Let me really kind of um, make sure that I have the space to do that. So that's really number one is giving yourself more time to prep for your launch than you think you're going to need and having all of those pieces and parts in place before you're ready to even start um, advertising your registration page for people to sign up for your pre-launch game, whether that's, like I said, a webinar series or a five-day Facebook challenge. So Let's just break that down a little bit further. You want to really have your 
editorial calendar together. So what I mean by that is like all of your content and you can easily go in, head it to Canva. That's really such a useful tool and keep everything on brand and start to just build out your social media graphics wherever you're showing up the most to um, get in front of your audience. So maybe that's Facebook, maybe that's your Facebook group, maybe it's Instagram. Um, one app that I use that I love is Later because I can preview things, I can schedule on Facebook or Instagram, and the cool part is I can schedule Instagram stories as well. So that's where like having extra time comes into play. So you can really be thoughtful, dive in when you have this creative space in your mind. It's like, okay, what are my themes? What are my core messages? What are my call to actions? And you can really kind of batch task this in the before launch prep and have it all scheduled in your hopper so you're going to be good to go. The same goes for any of your direct emails that you're sending to your list before, during, and after your launch. It's really great to have those flushed out, have the the framework in your mind. So I'm a real big believer of maximizing our time blocks on one specific activity. So we're just like in the, the whole mindset, in the whole thread of that activity. So for example, if you're batching out your direct emails for launch, you can really be thinking about how do I optimize my headline? How do I make sure I'm covering my points? How do I make this juicy? So there are really clear takeaways that they're getting from my email, but then there's also a very clear call to action of where I want them to go next. And I find when you kind of stay in the same chapter in your brain, it's so much easier to just slot in the framework and that really minimizes your stress levels. So it's a great contribution to just be proactive and avoid burnout and limit your stress. The other thing on the before is meal prep, because I don't know about you, but I love to cook. However, when I'm in the middle of a launch, sometimes it's the last thing that I want to do. And in times when I have not done it optimally, I'm grabbing carby things because let's face it, they taste good and they give you a hit of, you know, happy, happy uh, hormones. And But in the end, it can deplete your energy, it can make you feel bloated and gross, and that's not the kind of energy we want to bring to our launch. So it's a really great idea to meal prep before you actually get into the thick of your launch, whether you subscribe to a box delivery or even having groceries you know, delivered to your door. For me, I love to go on YouTube and check out um, quick and easy vegan meal prep. One of my favorites is Gaz Oakley. He has a channel called Avant Garden, and it's just fabulous. And he'll do protein-rich vegan meal prep, and I can just get four days of meal prep done in a pretty short time, and I know I'm going to feel good because I'm fueling my body with really good, healthy, organic food. So that, to me, has been a real... um, a real help, not only time-saving, but also on a nourishing level so I know that I'm going to have like my best energy to bring to the table. 
So sleep is nothing new, but I think it's something that we even have to be more mindful of. What time are we going to bed? Do we have a little nighttime routine where we're shutting down the screens? We have a boundary in place, right? So we're not going and checking our um, our likes, our comments. We're not really even going into our Facebook comments if it's a challenge after a certain time. So even though we're we want to serve, we also want to be very aware of our energy and extra protective of our energy. So for me, I really like to um, make sure that I'm off all screens by seven. Now it doesn't always work, but it's something that I I put out there. It's an intention that I put out there. So you know, it, it's funny. It's like when I get a vox or you know a, a ding or something from a client that is past a certain time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish that they could just put that boundary down. And so sometimes we even just have to um, put our phone on mute so we don't even hear those dings, notifications, and alerts because we're kind of programmed to be in this jump how high mode. So I think it's a really great practice to even set the time that you're not going to be attending to your inbox and your social media, and then go a step further and either silence your phone or do another thing so you're not in this like guilt mode. Because I don't know about you, but if I hear a ding, even if if it's after a time that I've set for a boundary, my mind will be gnawing away at me of like, I wonder what that was. I wonder if a client needs me. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. And so... It's so much easier to put it on mute (laughs) so I don't have to go through that hamster wheel of the mind game. So that might help you as well. Another thing in the before state is just being really aware of your calendar, leaving more white space, blocking out more time than you think you should, Um, just being extra generous with cushions before and after any uh, scheduled events that you have, whether they're the webinars or the challenge. And also, this is a big one, communicate with any friends and family, especially people that are living in your same household, um, that you're going to be in launch mode. And I know a lot of times, um, and this is for my case as well, people that aren't in the business arena, they really don't have an understanding they, they can't really be as compassionate as we would want them to be many times because they haven't, they themselves experienced what it takes. There is so many, um, there are so many levels and layers of doing a launch, not only the tremendous amount of pre-prep work, but as solopreneurs, we're really putting ourselves out there. We're selling ourselves. Our product and service is a reflection of our heart it's a reflection of all the years that we have, you know, like a, put in all this effort to even get where we are and we're sharing that in a way that we're really hoping is going to be received. So there's a lot of things going on in a launch. It's really important to just like openly communicate that that to people around us. So if you're used to having two-hour lunches with your bestie, which I often do, it's really great to say during this time, I'm not going to be able to do that. And I hope you understand. Or with friends or family within the home, you know, during X and Y and Z, I'm going to really need quiet because I'm going to be recording. Whatever it happens to be, especially now when many of us are working in the home and kids are taking their school courses in the home, you may need to just have extra communication so your internet bandwidth, just super practical things, has enough 
um, bandwidth to hold the internet. So for me, it's like if I'm recording a podcast or I'm doing a live and I'm doing it in a space where maybe my boyfriend's watching YouTube in the other room, I may be like, hey, do you mind just for the next 20 minutes to not use the internet so I can have all the juice going to my recording or my live or something like that? So really important to just set boundaries have really clear communication, especially with your inner tribe and people in your household, and um, and just let them know. You can even let them know I may be a little extra cranky, right? Like this is a special time for me, so um, you you may just need to to treat me with more fragile kid gloves. Whatever works for you, just definitely communicate um, communicate your needs ahead of time. So this is all the kind of pre. Um, the pre-game stuff. This is before launch. This is all about being proactive. So now you're in launch. Let's go into the second category of you're in launch. You're all geared up. You've done your pre-prep work and your communication. So very important to get your energy aligned. So I think that this is the number one thing because people are really buying your energy more than your product and service, in my opinion. So Whatever you need to do to stay in a high vibe, um, willingness to serve, excited state, definitely prioritize that. And I know a lot of people have a morning routine. Maybe you do too. And maybe that looks like meditation. Maybe it looks like movement. Maybe it looks like law of attraction journaling where you're future pacing what you want and what you desire and and being super grateful of, of having that now right? So whatever you do, maybe it's listening to to Abraham Hicks on YouTube. I, I'm a fan of, of that. That works for me. It always gets me in a really sweet zone. I, I really think that that's a great thing. So tip there, behind the scenes pro tip there, um, you know, if you can't cultivate that on your own, definitely tune in to someone who is has mastered the art of energy alignment and tap into that. All right, so the other thing is making sure that we don't put um, our health regime on a back burner because we're busy. So even if it's a matter of like a 10-minute yoga flow or making sure that we're hydrated during our day, you know, the things that maybe you're more mindful of, but then like life happens, launch happens, and we forget, make sure to keep those front and center during your um, launch because it's going to make a huge, huge difference. The other thing is I find it's super helpful to have less on the to-do list during a launch time. So I'm a fan of making sure that we have our most important things, our MITs, outlined every day so we're super focused and we can stay like just laser sharp on which benchmarks we want to um, supersede. But during launch, I'm a fan of really keeping it uh, less is more and being so focused on delivering our very best content as our only MIT. So please be compassionate with yourself and don't overload your calendar or your schedule um, during your time. Don't overbook. Even though you might have white space on the calendar, just make sure that you're leaving extra like cushions. You might need a nap. 
you know, after you've put in an hour's worth of a Facebook live challenge, you know, leave space for that. Even if you're typically not a napper, I'm typically not a napper, but it's nice to have the option in case I need it or I want it, or I need a 20 minute meditation to just reset after putting out so much energy and content. So definitely leave some extra space for you. The other thing is you might want to bump up um, some supportive supplements, whatever works for you. I'm just going to share what works for me and then you can, you can look into them or just know that you have favorite resources that make you feel extra energized or calm or, you know, maybe you have one of each, like maybe there's a favorite tea that you have that calms you down. I know traditional medicinals has a beautiful sleepy time tea, which is an excellent way to kind of do that wind down um, as like pre-prep for sleep. So that's awesome. But uh, two supplements that have worked for me when I want to ramp up, when I really want to feel like on fire, mentally clear, high energy, um, they're actually Young Living's Ninja Red, which is this high antioxidant, like red, um, I don't know, it's just this, like it's this juice, you keep it in the fridge. And I immediately feel this like, high vibe energy with it. So that's one item. And then the other one that, you know, and I've taken a lot of different supplements. I'm a health food junkie. I've been in this holistic realm, gosh, since I was like 16. So I have tried a lot of pills and potions and supplements, but I always feel super um, charged up with blue-green algae. That's just like a supplement. And the one that I've used in the past is E3 Live. Uh, It comes from um, Klamath Lake. But you could probably just Google or Amazon Blue Green Allergy and take a look at reviews and see if it resonates with you. But those are two supplements, especially during launch, that I just feel are like my secret weapons in my back pocket where I'm amping up what I generally do. And I I just feel like extra supported. So that might be something that you want to think about. The other thing during your launch, you may want to like treat yourself to some simple luxuries. Uh, I'm a Taurus, so my surroundings are extremely important to me. They really help me feel good and have a clear mind. So during your launch, and this could be even something you put in in your pre-prep, just make sure that you've given it a super good cleaning. You only have what you need in front of you. Maybe they're your show notes or maybe they're your bullet points for your webinar or your slide deck is totally ready to go. Um, You've tested the tech, all that good stuff. But also from the surroundings point of view, maybe you have your favorite essential oil, you know, in the background on intermittent settings. So you're really kind of tuning in on that psycho-emotional side of things as well. Maybe you buy yourself a really beautiful house plant that makes you happy or your favorite crystal or stone that brings you grounding energy or a picture of somebody that you admire or somebody that you love so you can feel really supported when you're doing your presentation. So I think that that's often overlooked. I think we overlook our space and we just kind of plug in and it's like, okay, let's press play, let's go. But our space and our surrounding has a lot to do with how we feel, our energy, how we communicate. And so definitely take some time to just bring in your cozy things, like make sure you're warm, have your favorite beverage, make sure like your desk is super clean so you have clear thoughts. Um, So yeah, that's just a little bit on 
uh, environment and um, during the during period. The other thing is when you're in the middle of launch, one of the things to kind of keep in mind is how can you keep it simple? We obviously are responding to everything that comes in, whether it's in our inbox or it's a response on one of our social media threads, but you don't have to write a book. Like, yes, we're in full integrity and we intend to show up fully, but you can show up fully in a sentence or two with an emoji and then tagging the person. So they're feeling heard and they have like, you know, a response, but you don't have to spend all day, hour after hour writing these books of responses. So let it be easy. Let it be fun. Um, it can definitely be quick and effective. I'm a fan of using the audio clips, whether it's in Facebook Messenger or Instagram. Uh, I, you know, why not use technology and have it be easier? I know that I can get a lot more of my message out on a Vox or um, an Instagram DM audio clip than if I'm typing everything and then going back through and making sure my grammar's okay and there's a comma before and and blah, blah, blah. So let it be easy. Use technology to your advantage, whether it's using the schedulers or using like audio clips or Vox. So that's definitely something in the during stage of things. The other thing is make sure that you've got your support system. Now, maybe that is your social media manager, Maybe it's your virtual assistant. Um, maybe it's your Facebook ads team. But definitely make sure that everybody's on the same page. We all are clear about the agenda and objectives. And you can easily take things off your plate if you're at a stage in your business where you can build a team around your launch. Highly, highly recommend doing that if you can. If you can't, no worries, just leave extra space so you can actually be putting in the content in your social media schedule or and things like that. But if you can get support, definitely, definitely take advantage of that, especially during launch. All right, I hope this is helpful. Let's now talk about after launch because after launch is oftentimes when people start to feel really depleted or exhausted or like they almost turn themselves inside out giving 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 and we really part of being proactive with this before and during plan is to make sure that we're minimizing that feeling of being depleted and turned inside out so if you can follow some of those tips in the first two categories it's going to help you feel more balanced and grounded when it gets to the after but here are a couple tips that you can use in the after state to just help support you even more. So back to the self-care arena, I'm a huge fan of Epsom salts. You can get them on Amazon or even your local grocery store. It's a super easy thing to do. Uh, I like to put like two cups in a warm bath with a couple of my favorite essential oils. You can use, um, I love vetiver. It's a very grounding oil. It's distilled from the roots. So I find that that plant part connection of really grounding us and being rooted really, really helps after launch. And also Roman chamomile is such a beautiful, sweet and soft and kind of heart opening essential oil. So those two together with Epsom salts and like a little splash of jojoba just to make sure our skin's protected, it is just so indulgent. And I know now during COVID, you know, we may have 
a little bit of fear going to a spa or something like that. So if that's you and that's fine, and maybe some parts of the country are still in lockdown. I know a friend of mine in London just emailed me today and said, we go in lockdown again, you know, like this is our new reality. So we have to learn to make our own spa-like experiences, right? If we can't just pick up the phone and book an appointment and you know, lighting a candle, having a salt bath, it's something that can be very, very soothing and simple and inexpensive. So carve out some space at the end of your launch or even during um, to really just kind of soak and let it all melt away. So on a practical level, once you've got your self-care dialed in and you're keeping your immune system up and you're maybe even continuing some of your bolstering supplements to just make sure that like you're you know, really copacetic and supporting yourself. Um, on a practical level, you want to have some content in the hopper so you don't feel pressured. And it is very natural after a launch to just kind of maybe even have a blank mind when it comes to like, what am I going to post now? I just gave so much. So it's really nice before to have like one or two blog posts in the hopper or a podcast episode that you can publish so you don't have to worry about creating content on the fly. So that's really great. If by chance you don't have any new and fresh content that you can do for after a launch, go ahead and start repurposing some of your older content. And this is another great task to ask your VA for support on. So here's a blog post. Can you just make the next two weeks of social media memes out of it? That would be awesome. Like use some of your older posts, your older blogs, your older interviews, and slice and dice them in a different way so you don't have to feel like you have to reinvent the wheel when you're not maybe feeling at your highest, most creative, content-rich making self. So definitely, like I said, let it be easy. We want this to be fun. We don't want to be like, oh gosh, launching. I really don't want to do that. That doesn't feel good to me. There are so many different ways that you can slice and dice what your launch plan looks like. You do not have to follow anybody's blueprint. You can do what feels good to you. I've seen people have successful one-day launches, and I've seen people have you know, a series of 10 webinars that have successful launches. And just understanding that it's based on people's personality and their experience. And you don't have to be a carbon copy of somebody else that you've seen have a quote unquote successful launch. The main thing is that you do what works for you. You let it be fun and easy. You keep your energy high and you keep your you keep your kind of objective service. How do I serve my clients and potential clients? So when we take that um, perspective and just flip it to the person that needs our support, it allows things to go much, much smoother. The other thing that I really like to do, um, usually post-launch for me, I love to get an acupuncture treatment. Uh, I find that it really balances my energy out. Uh, let's face it, when we're in a launch, we are really giving a lot. We're giving a lot, and then we really kind of need to stay in that energy alignment of being in that art of reception mode afterwards. And for me, acupuncture is just something that just can immediately um, ground me. So that's something that if you haven't done, you might want to look into if that's something that sounds fun and interesting, or whatever modality that you have been able to say, gosh, when I do X, fill in the blank, I always feel great. 
So treat yourself. Make sure to celebrate um, when you finish your launch. Do something extra special just for you. I know far too many times as entrepreneurs, we really don't leave enough space to assimilate our wins, to really acknowledge that we showed up because it takes a lot. We're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone almost on a daily, right? And so let's make sure to leave that extra space to be good to ourselves, to acknowledge our wins, to review some of the feedback that's come in and to, you know, really just celebrate, celebrate, enjoy, have fun and, and make it like a joyful journey. So that's my thought process on the after, you know, as always, mindset is such a huge part of anything that we do, especially during the launch time. We really want to have a positive mind frame. We want to be in that growth mindset We want to be that resilient leader. So we're anticipating that there is going to be um, maybe some turbulence, maybe some, some tech issues. And so it's like, okay, well, I'm ready for this. That may happen. It probably will happen. How am I going to be ready for it? So really tapping into the growth mindset and not, is it going to happen? But how do I deal with it if it does happen? So Even go through that process. Again, communicate with your team. What happens if you send out a launch email and the links broke? What's going to be our protocol? You know, how am I going to manage my feelings if I get a bunch of unsubscribes, right? Because we're emailing more often during our launch. That's something that probably will happen. In fact, I just finished a launch. Uh, I did a five-day Facebook challenge of how to bring all of you to your business now. And I typically email once a week and... During my launch last week, I emailed six times because you just kind of do, right? Like it's it's almost expected in the online digital marketing world that you have an increase or a ramp up of emails. And my emails were really thoughtfully curated, I felt. Um, however, I had like seven unsubscribes. And at first it felt like, oh my gosh, like holy smokes. And then I just had to really manage, you know, some of those emotions and be like, yeah, you know, that happens and put it in perspective and move on, right? So having that mindset right in the beginning is so very important and really throughout our whole entire business and definitely pumping it up throughout our launch so we can really stay in that high vibe, um, just excitement to serve. So I hope that those tips were super helpful for you. It's really something that I have started putting into place Um to avoid that burnout, to really avoid burnout during your launches and to to lean into the importance of stress reduction, sleep, and all the things that it's not new information, right? But it's like, how do we implement it into our world so we can reap the benefits that we hear other people having? So my advice to you is Pick one or two of these strategies that's like, gosh, I never thought about that. I never thought about meal prep or I never thought about having something delivered to my door or, you know, whatever kind of jumped out at you and just like commit to putting it into your next launch strategy 
Definitely let me know how it goes for you. I would love to hear if you implemented anything from this episode or any episodes on the pod. I would love to continue the conversation in my Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group, uh, where it's really cool to just be around other like-minded and big-hearted female entrepreneurs that are so interested in making a difference in the world, spreading good vibes, and having a sustainable and enjoyable business and journey. So join me over there, my friends. I would love to connect with you. And until next time, breathe joy. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on women developing brilliance. If so, head on over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.